0: Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It is August 24th, 2023. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, Effie Ajaba is going off at a plus 170 underdog. He's fighting the WBC international champion, a guy named Jean Kosobuski. Right again, Jean, J-H-A-N, Kosobuski, who's a slick southpaw with a punch. Right, I'm going to recommend two bets here. The first is that Ajaba needs a knockout to win the fight. He cannot outbox this guy. He simply cannot. This is a slick Southpaw who knows how to move laterally to create the angles for him and while you're figuring out who he is, the guy is hitting you in the rib cage. The guy is agile. The guy is landing straight left hands, right? He's a vet too. Kosobuski is actually in his mid-30s. So the primary bet on this fight is the under eight and a half rounds. Understand only one person has gone the distance against Kosobuski, right? This guy today In my opinion, based on how advanced he is in terms of moving around the ring, he has an upper body that he knows how to hide. He's not afraid to drop his hands. This guy is a ringer. Right? I believe today he would give Anthony Joshua all he could handle. Understand, Joshua had problems with Southpaw Usyk. Right this guy is a slick southpaw but he doesn't move as much as Usyk so the fight would be interesting here's the problem this guy is what i call a short puncher you see him throwing punches he doesn't seem to be leaning into it they look like arm punches there's little wind up But yet the guy's a knockout puncher. He's extremely talented. So the first bet is that it doesn't go over eight and a half rounds. That gives you eight full rounds and half of the ninth. Right? That's what an eight and a half over under means. Right? Eight full rounds and half of the ninth. I don't believe this fight makes it to the midway point of the ninth round. The second bet is to take Kosobuski simply to win. It's a minus 200, right? Now, just understand, if a Jabba, who is a knockout puncher, both of these guys are, lands a home run, and Ajaba tends to be low volume and methodical. To me, right? I believe he's the kind of guy who needs a clear day to land his big punch. He gets thrown off by faints, right? And that's what Kosobuski is going to throw at him. But if Ajaba gets the knockout, in my opinion, chances are it's going to be in the first eight and a half rounds. So you're hedged. But if Kosobuski gets the knockout in the first eight and a half rounds, you're in the penthouse because you're winning on the Kosobuski simply to win, and you're winning on the under eight and a half rounds. That's the play I see out there. Let me just say a couple of things. Kosobuski has been fighting out of Germany. He might not be that well-known in the United States. Hell, it doesn't matter if he's well-known or not. The question is whether he has game. The answer is yes. This guy is world-class. Let me also say, too, that we're very much in a Southpaw era in the heavyweight division. Right? It's not just Usyk, it's Luis Ortiz, it's Charles Martin, it's this guy, Kosobuski. Right? It's Jili Zhang. I'm just telling you, the elite Southpaws are some of the only people who could give an Usyk a hard time and who can set up shop where they're not bothered by Tyson Fury's jab, right? The lefties have an advantage. Let me also say, too, that you have many big-time heavyweights right now who don't know how to fight lefties, right? It's not just Anthony Joshua, who, let's face it, spends at least five rounds in the first fight just looking at Usyk, right? The angles were that foreign to him. It's also Joe Joyce, right? Joe Joyce got blown out by Jili Zhang. I don't expect the rematch to be any different because Zhang has a punch. Understand, Joe Joyce got rocked in that fight. The cover-up, and there's a cover-up, is the idea that Joe Joyce's eye just blew up and that this was one of those freak fluke blown-up-eye-stops-to-fight type fights. No, Joe Joyce was losing that fight. Joe Joyce was getting rocked with shots. There's a moment in that fight where Gili hits him, and Joe Joyce staggers back. He was getting blown out. Now, in this heavyweight division, I believe lefties, particularly lefties like this with footwork, Look at the lateral movement in the highlight I have of him against Johan Duopus, a guy who fought for the heavyweight title. He fought Deontay Wilder, for example. Right? Duopus looks terrible. Duopus looks defenseless. Duopus can't stop anything that Kosobuski is throwing because, Co- because Kosobuski is moving. And he's fainting, and he's throwing shots to Dulepas' body from angles he's not accustomed to. Right? So this guy is dangerous. You know what I think about age in the heavyweight division. While 34 might be an old man at 135, in the heavyweight division, you're just getting started at 34. Right? Many of the men I've named here are older than 34, right? You heard me mention Joe Joyce. You heard me mention Xili Zhang, right? They're older than 34. This guy is a ringer because he's been fighting out of tough places like Germany, which is a country where they put A-level heavyweight prospects. Right? Vladimir Klitschko used to fight out of Germany. And when you look at this guy's game, you realize that he is agile for a knockout puncher. This is not the lumbering heavy puncher. This is actually a guy with skills who's very nimble on his feet. He's 6'3". I believe the fact that he's 6'3", is roughly the size of Vucic which in today's heavyweight division makes him smaller than, you name it, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, right? We we understand that. We understand that. I'm just telling you, it's a mistake for any fighter in the heavyweight division, and I mean any, to feel that this guy is the smaller guy and then to try to treat him like he's the smaller guy. You get on your front foot against Kosobuski, you're asking for trouble. Right? Let me say this too. I know there's some young lions out there and I understand a lot of us are looking for the next big thing. Right? You see all these 35-year-old guys in the heavyweight division and you say, come on now, I've watched boxing long enough to know that there are going to be young people like young Mike Tyson or young Ali out there, right? Some young heavyweight who's going to shake up the world, right? I'm just telling you, when you see a guy like this, young heavyweights are in trouble, right? Unless the young heavyweight is a southpaw who knows what he's doing. Young heavyweights aren't ready for this level of cagey vet southpaw knockout puncher who intuitively knows how to move his feet and who is a better athlete than most of his opposition, right? Kosobuski, folks, is a better athlete than Johan Duopus. We know that because it's on film. Again, the film is in my favorites folder here on YouTube. I encourage fans to give it a look, right? I believe this guy is going to make his arrival felt, right? And he's had a minor WBC belt since 2022. He's going to make his presence felt in his fight against Effie Ajaba, right? Ajaba, who looks mechanical is not going to know what to do with a guy this awkward, really not awkward, but southpaw, with a guy this southpaw and this fluid. This is a tough fight for Ajaba. His only chance is a puncher's chance, and he is a puncher. But understand, Kosobuski is not going to be bashful. Kosobuski going to make a pocket for him. The mindset is, I'm a southpaw, you don't know what to do with me in the pocket. And he's going to be looking to land his own shots. My lead bet is that the fight doesn't make it to the midway point of the ninth round, right? It doesn't go eight full rounds and a half of the next one. It goes under that eight and a half. That's my lead bet. My second bet is that Kosobuski, the favorite, minus 200 wins the fight. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.